Here's a new one, episode 16, on the commute, but this time sitting in a borrowed car on a ferry across Lake Champlain. So, moving, but not driving, and, uh, yeah, in the midst of family vacation in the Northeast, far northern New York right now, launching the autumn climbing season with a, a, a time a day away from the family going across the lake to Vermont to climb with a colleague over there uh, little tradition now of climbing with the same colleague each time I visit uh, yeah kind of neat uh, taking a ferry for to go climbing novel to me the people around me are just on their normal commute between Plattsburgh and Burlington but uh, to me, it's it's novel and, and exciting. The sun is rising over a cl- fog bank on the lake. Neat and special. Uh, this family vacation is going pretty well. We're two weeks in or so. Uh, I don't know if you can notice my voice, but I'm stuffed up a little from being sick. We had COVID, of all things. Go figure, right? Uh, while on a camping trip with, with my side of the family on Lake Champlain... It's hot and humid and rainy and downright tropical. And I got, I started feeling poorly, tested negative, and then Charlie started feeling poorly, got like an insta fever, and really uh, subdued. And then immediately after that, Rosie started feeling poorly. And we all had like a really rough 36 hours or so. Charlie had wicked fever. We persisted with the camping trip, even though we had options. It was sort of an odd move to do so, but felt good to stay with with stay with the plan. And we had like a wicked hot night, eighty something degrees at night in a tent with a feverish baby, like like hot to the touch. It was terrifying, uh, and maybe unwise to, to stick out the camping trip. I don't know, but we did it anyway. And there's a, there's a good sense of reward in that, but uh, also just feels a little maybe a little silly. I don't know. We're on the road to recovery now. <clears throat> uh, I think I'm, I'm as much stuffed up by allergies as COVID. I'm, I'm feeling fine while exercising and such. And and Charlie and Rosie are are back to hundred percent. Uh that experience with with Charlie getting sick it, it sort of pertains to outdoor stuff a little bit I, I had this thought this uh, yeah this thought on on in our outdoor communities especially in the professional realms we're uh, we're discussing in a good way discussing uh, mental health and, and traumatic encounters in the outdoors search and rescue professionals guiding professionals just people who participate at a high level and and encounter traumatic events and even just the day-to-day exposure to 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 serious consequences and serious environments even if nothing bad happens it has a mental mental health impact and and we're we're acknowledging that and, and dealing with that and such uh and and so it's been on my mind and done 
you know, professional development clinics on the topic and some readings on the topic and, and such. And, uh, and I think it's, it's a good general, um, trend. And then, it, it, and, and so it's sort of been acknowledging just how, how much, how much real life and potential death that I'm exposed to in, in the outdoor profession. Uh, an actual death at times. Um, and then this, you know, spent six months with a baby and now had our first real, uh, brush with, with baby illness, um, and a, and a clearly sick baby and realizing that like there has been more trauma, emotional trauma in my life since having Charlie than, than maybe the rest of my life combined watching her be born, learning she's, she's, she's on the way and, and understanding all the, like the, the vulnerabilities of that and then watching her be born and then, you know, watching her take her first breaths and, and trying to sleep while she's doing her first sleeps and watching her eat her first foods and gag or choke. Is it gagging? Is it choking? Like, uh, waking up in the middle of the night, listening, trying to hear her breathe across the room just as a, as a routine thing like babies are vulnerable and then this sil- this illness thing laying in a tent holding on to this baby that is like hot to the touch and, and, and acting entirely different than she used to act uh, is super traumatic you know if, if we're if we're so in the, my point is that if we're if we in the outdoor business are paying attention to our mental health as it pertains to our exposure to to emotionally traumatic events parents have got to be doing the same thing like it is it is as intense if not more so than 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 what we see in outdoors uh not you know and and we've had a smooth smooth sailing with charlie uh we've had no we had no miscarriages we had no uh you know hospitalization of the baby the birth went smoothly but it still feels like this this traumatic uh, experience, and you know I, I just I'm trying to treat it as such, acknowledge it as such. If if in the outdoors, in the in the profession, my professional realm, we're coached to just acknowledge the the potential for for trauma. I, this is me doing the same for the for the the parenting experience. It is ridiculously intense the most intense thing I've ever done and I've done intense things you know uh, so yeah that's that's my my thoughts uh, as as I as I do a ferry commute to to launch the fall uh, rock climbing season I've rock climbed a little bit here been out top rope soloing a few mornings but this will be a full day and have a ton of rock climbing coming up through the fall for fun and for and for work uh my rock climbing abilities right now are not what they what i would like them to be i've had a series of injuries and illnesses uh slowing down my rock climbing but i'm i'm powering through it feels really good to do so but i'm not climbing at the level i i like or have in the past uh and i've seen multiple cycles of this like uh, setback, um, 
you know, not start from scratch, but but taking taking a uh, you know a regression, if you will, and which occur, which prompts me to think too of of the the difficulty in in making one's in, in navigating one's first sort of outdoor mountain athletic regression. We, we, the beginning phases of our outdoor pursuits are real exciting. And it's been a long time since I was a beginner, but I can I can remember it vividly. Uh, and one of the most vivid recollections is that the, the, the meteoric improvement at first and the, the good feelings with that and then the, the, the profound demotivation of, of one's first meaningful regression uh, due to time off or illness or injury or, or motivational matters, it certainly happens. Uh, we, we regress and, and that magnify if there's a motivational component it magnifies that to to if, if we've lost the motivation we go don't go for don't go as often and regress in ability that definitely makes for a demotivating experience and that first regression is the most demotivating for sure uh, but they get better is my point here and, and I don't know if anyone needs to hear that but like that's you're not alone there that uh that first regression especially in an outdoor or any sort of athletic uh life is is hard um but they get they get easier to deal with here i am climbing grades many grades below my max and and still enjoying it and i've learned to enjoy it over decades uh so i wish you the same because it's worth it it's worth sticking out the, the idea of just perpetual linear improvement is impossible and and uh, just let go of that because that's where I'm at right now starting starting back early on in my in my rock climbing progression I'll climb many grades harder than I've ever climbed today and, and enjoy it uh, but that doesn't I have to acknowledge that it's a thing um yeah that's that. Ferry ride is ending. Uh, a cool, cool way to to record the the commute podcast here.